0: WFLF Fine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando, News Radio 93.1 WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Good Friday
1: morning to you. Glad you're up and Adam early here at six o'clock for our very first look at Orlando's news, weather and traffic. Here and now on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM540, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger.
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, the Trump Tariffs Take Effect. Details in one minute.
1: Right, he said he'd do it and he's done it. Trump fires his big gun in the trade war about China. Our take and yours next on Good Morning Orlando.
2: As promised by President Trump, tariffs on some Chinese goods coming into the U.S. just skyrocketed.
3: As of 1201 Eastern Time, tariffs on about $200 billion worth of Chinese products coming into the U.S. jumped from 10% and go all the way up to 25 percent. President Trump imposing those tariffs saying China's been using unfair trade tactics. Now the Chinese are saying they'll take what they call necessary countermeasures after the increase, but no details on retaliation yet, and a potential sign tensions may ease. A White House spokesman says talks between Chinese representatives and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin will pick up again Friday. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News.
1: More on what goods we'll all be paying more for if these tariff hikes stay intact here. uh, Coming up after the news, we're going to find out how Central Florida feels. Are we willing to sacrifice in this time of economic war?
2: The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A search is underway for a man accused of groping female students in the Orlando area. Two girls report being touched inappropriately by a man on a bike while walking to school this week. The first incident allegedly happened on Michigan Street near near Mills Avenue on Monday. The second alleged incident involving a Boone High student Tuesday on Fern Creek Avenue. The mother of a baby girl found in a dumpster in Boca Raton on Wednesday was taken into custody last night. The newborn is expected to be okay, and the story is a reminder of the dilemma of unwanted pregnancy. Nick Salviero is the founder of the Miami-based nonprofit A Safe Haven for Newborns.
4: We get about seven or eight calls per day from all over the state and even outside of the state at, at times.
2: Silverio lets mothers know about Florida's Safe Haven Law, which allows a newborn up to seven days old to be left with someone at a fire station or hospital emergency room, no questions asked, but Silverio stresses the decision must be taken seriously.
4: If a mom thinks that she can place the baby in a safe haven and six months later if she's in a better Situation, reclaim the child. That's not
2: possible. He says mothers have up to 30 days to change their minds and then must undergo DNA testing and go through the courts to reclaim their child. A Florida judge rules a three year old Tampa boy must resume cancer treatment despite
5: his parents' wishes. The parents of Noah McAdams wanting to treat the boy with natural remedies like fresh foods and alkaline water instead of resuming his first phase of chemotherapy. Noah was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia last month. When his parents failed to show up for a scheduled chemo treatment, Florida authorities put out an endangered child alert. The family was tracked down and the boy was returned to Tampa. His maternal grandparents were given custody this month. Chris DeMeo, Fox News.
2: If you're thinking about buying season tickets to UCF football, don't think about it too long. After the Knights 12-1 and 1 season and a second straight appearance in a New, York, New Year's 6 bowl game, those tickets are a hot item. Athletic Director Danny White says UCF will sell out season tickets this year. He says demand far exceeds the capacity of Spectrum Stadium, and the school will eventually be talking about expanding that facility.
1: How things have changed, um, my UCF graduate. How
2: exciting is this? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's they've come a long way. Very fast. WFLA news time is 6:05. How to help protect the elderly against phone scams? That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. And good morning to you,
1: the Bud Man, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, Melissa Fox, with you on the Friday edition of Good Morning Orlando. And uh, we have another UCF graduate here, uh, Yaffe. No more. Thinking on Saturday morning, you know, I think I'll drift by the stadium and watch the game. You're going to have to plan ahead, boy. because you just hear that? I mean, we've got, yeah. you know, they're going to have sellout after sellout after sellout, and sellouts have been rare.
6: Uh, Yeah. I, <laughs> it's exciting. I, there's, there's not going to be a lot of games I'm going to get to go to, I have a feeling, though. Yeah, <laughs> but it's,
1: it, it's a wonderful it, it's thing awesome to though, see what's yeah. happened here. It, was, it almost seemed unbelievable a couple of years ago. Yeah. So much to talk about, and, uh, you know, you may think, well, gee whiz, what are we leading off with a trade war trade talks with China and the U.S. This is a huge, huge story. This is something Trump's been talking about for years, long before he had any presidential aspirations about how China was just killing us with unfair trade practices and no administration would do anything about it. He campaigned on doing something about it. Here he is. He's fired the big gun at midnight because China didn't play ball, reneged on some things they had agreed to, in the setup for this round of trade talks in, New- in in Washington that began yesterday at 5 p.m. and will continue this morning. They talked for an hour and a half. Trump didn't like what was happening and he made good on his threat at midnight to raise tariffs from 10 to 25%. That's an increase of, you know, two and a half times on 200 billion dollars worth of goods coming into the United States from China. How is that going to impact you and me when we go shopping? I'll give you an idea of that in a moment, and I want to know whether or not you are with me in backing Trump and going to the mat against China in this trade war. Are you willing to sacrifice? In other words, are you willing to pay more for a lot of things you're used to buying cheap in order for the U.S., to right the wrongs and level the playing field finally with China. 407-916-5400. Toll-free is open at 866-916-5400. Text lines always open. Endless capacity there. Never busy at 23680. If you have a thought on this, standard message and data rates apply.
2: It all means you could use some extra money. Like how about $1,000? We want to make your wallet great again with our texting contest. Listen for the keyword of the hour to be announced in moments. Text the keyword to 200-200. If you're a winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513 telling you you've won $1,000. Listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win a grand and make your wallet great again. And we're just two minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on Good Morning Orlando. It's 6:08. important health headline
1: for you right now. You've been hearing a lot about the measles outbreak elsewhere in the country. Listen to this. Four counties in Florida, including Orange County, are at high risk of a measles outbreak. A report released this week by the University of Texas and Johns Hopkins University looked at where measles outbreaks are most likely to occur, and it found Miami-Dade County the third highest risk nationwide. Broward rating 7th. Orange County 14th. Hillsborough County 17th. The analysis based on international travel and vaccine rates among kids. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando.
0: Welcome to the 50,000-watt Front Forge.
1: News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us. So, there are very few of us alive who remembered how willingly the American people sacrificed in a myriad of ways during World War II to enhance the war effort and free up resources to take down Nazi Germany and Imperial Japan and save the world for democracy. Now are we willing to sacrifice in an escalating trade war with China? This is an economic war and the president is the commander in chief militarily? But he is the commander-in-chief in in this scenario, in this economic war against the second biggest economy in the world behind us, and that is communist China. As long as Trump has been on the scene way before he was um, seriously considering a run for the president, he was talking about China who was just absolutely eating our lunch. In his book in 2015, Crippled America, the president now said then, there are people who wish I wouldn't refer to China as our enemy, but economically and in terms of trade, that is exactly what they are. He has railed on other administrations who have done nothing. We've had these trade deficits here. China freezes us out of their markets, comes over here, and rapes this country. And the trade imbalances are outrageous, hundreds of billions of dollars a year, not to mention all of those manufacturing jobs that have disappeared because of the trade imbalance with China, particularly from the Rust Belt, where Trump knocked down the Democrats' blue wall, won the presidency by winning the electoral votes in those states like Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. So it's no surprise that he's getting tough with China. But now the rubber meets the road because in the prior tariff increases, we, the US consumer, were largely shielded from the effects and the price hikes because they weren't on things you and I buy every day. And there's a made in China label on almost everything when you and I go shopping. Here are some of the things that are going to cost more If this tariff increase by Trump that took effect at midnight stays in force, the president, I'm sure, if China finally knuckles under to play fair with trade, uh, will pull that back immediately and it will never really happen because this affects goods that leave China henceforth. Anything that's already on the ships and whatever coming over here, not hit with that. We're looking at you and I paying more for clothes, more for electronics, more for furniture, more for toys, more for sports equipment, more for seafood, more for shoes, more for luggage, and that's just a short list. Now, let me ask you, this is a time of economic war. This country once sacrificed mightily in a time of a shooting war, but that's long ago. We haven't been asked to do that in wars subsequently. But what about this economic war? Are you with the president to force China to end its unfair uh, trade practices? How they have used tariffs and heavy subsidies to boost their communist state-owned enterprises and and force American firms out or beat them down economically. Or it's hard to get goods into China. I mean, it's not a reciprocal arrangement. They ship their stuff over here and it's just wide open. It's not a two-way street. China uses all kinds of red tape and technology transfers against American businesses to upend fair competition. Um, uh, they steal our intellectual property and, of course, our jobs. So here's the question The president has fired the big gun. He threatened to fire, and he has raised tariffs on $200 billion of goods from China from 10 to 25 percent. I'm with him on this. Believe it or not, so is. Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden doesn't even think China's competition for us, okay? You know, so he may be the front leader, but unless he gets a clue, he's not going far. Trust me on that. You tell me, are you with the president? Are you willing to pay more for many things you buy in order for us to win the trade war against China? 407-916-5400. Our toll-free, 866-916-5400, text line 23680. This is war. Where are you? Let's talk about it. And we will right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlining this tragedy in central Florida, Rip Current is to blame for a drowning death off New Smyrna Beach. A 69-year-old man from Winter Park drowned Wednesday morning near Beachway Avenue. His name not immediately released. According to Volusia County Beach Safety, he was of nearly 400 yards from the nearest lifeguard tower when the Rip Current pulled him farther away from the shore. A friend who was swimming with the man unable to save him, and a lifeguard's attempts at CPR were unsuccessful. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories are promised to you here on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeart Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio Radio app today.
6: So, General Yaffe, are you backing the president on the trade war with China and the new tariffs, <laughs> sir? For the most part. I mean, trade deficits don't really concern me as much, but the intellectual property theft and a lot of the other bad practices that they do over China, it's, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. And By the way, if you want some
1: evidence it. of what he's doing, is isn't crazy, as critics are saying, okay, that he's reckless and off the rails here. I mean, this guy understands international economics and trade. He, you know, as a businessman d- with dealings worldwide, he's understood this for years. The monthly trade deficit with China in March fell to its lowest level in five years, attributed directly to most say, to the tariffs already imposed on Chinese goods. That's not the big gun, but that's a gun fired earlier.
6: Yeah, I I was just going to say you were asking if people would be willing to make the sacrifice. I mean, most in our audience will be willing to, but I think a lot of Americans don't really understand this. You know, in World War II, it was an easily definable enemy, and uh, we understood why we were at war. I think there's a lot of Americans that are just going to see higher prices and not like it. What about it, Melissa? Melissa? Yeah, I'm a little torn on it
7: because most of the items that you mentioned, um, we purchase every day. Yeah. And like Mike just said, those uh, tariffs are going to increase prices on, say, seafood or sporting goods and stuff.
1: Well, I- clothing, electronics, furniture, mm-hmm. toys, sports equipment, seafood, shoes, luggage and on and on and on. And this will get in the pipeline three or four months from now. It's not You're imminent. Right. But as you know, um, as you start heading through the latter part of the summer, they say that's how long it you would you would really begin to notice this. Unless the president's China deals, you know, and you got to be tough with them. And Schumer says that. I mean, he's right, too. Believe it or not, he and Trump agree on something here. And, and you got to be tough with them. And if they knuckle under and start playing fair and we get a deal done in Washington, president will pull that tariff back. Right. right. But if he doesn't, you're torn on it. Interesting yeah. input now from our callers and our texters from whom we will hear in a moment. Robert, you're in Oviedo. Are you with or again the president on this
8: Totally with them, bud, man. And keep in mind, China doesn't want to carry this out any long term because other countries will jump in to fill the niche. But what alarms me is China, why are they building a bunch of aircraft carriers and aircraft? And then why are they going, like the Yafi said, with in, the intellectual uh, Property. technology behind the products? It's nonsensical that we're, we're letting that stuff go on.
1: Yeah, Trump's had enough, and so have you, and so have I. Ben, what about it? Good morning from Claremont. Are you with the president on the big tariff increase effective at midnight?
9: One hundred and twenty-five percent. Why? Because this is a wonderful opportunity. If there's any Americans left that have any guts and backbone, they can start their own companies and fill this void.
1: All right, I appreciate hearing from you. And we're hearing from the Texters, gang. Let's break down the hottest incoming you see.
6: Uh, yeah, one person says, I back the president and his decision to raise tariffs. Unfortunately, this will not change because I believe the Chinese are waiting to see if Joe Biden can beat Trump in the election.
7: Mm,
1: Trump's one. not going to let him wait no. that
6: long.
7: Another one says, yeah. I'm with the president on this China stuff. I actually try to avoid buying products, especially
6: clothes, from China. I've done that for years. But one person disagrees, says, I'm not with the president on this, even though I voted for him. Every day, new jobs and industries are opening up, so I do not mind jobs leaving. World War II, our lives were at risk. Now unemployment is at a 50-year low. It's not necessary, in my opinion. And further, we got buy, 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 bond, save chicken fat. Straight out of World War II.
1: World War II, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the anti-Trumpers? Always welcome on the 50,000-watt oh, front porch. Got oh, a special I, place for you right oh. over there on the left side of the porch. Here's one coming in right now. Trump's base will revolt if they have to pay more than three bucks for their Walmart wife-beater T-shirts.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's that line of thinking as well. And there's Robert from Chulita and a beautiful part of Seminole County. Hello, Robert.
10: Yeah, but uh, real quick, I am definitely in favor of what Donald Trump is doing. Having said that, tariffs in general are not a good thing for anybody. But in this case, understanding he wants to recoup intellectual property and so on. Now, let me give you an example of of where this may go, if I might. And it is, um, if it takes a long time to settle this thing, because the Chinese, the Asians in general, have a very, very long-term goal, uh, a very, very long-term view of what their ultimate goal is. In this country, we're looking uh, fiscal quarter to fiscal quarter. In China, they're looking 20, 50 years down the road. Now, having said that, if this thing goes on for a long time, in my opinion, American industry will answer as an alternative and start making tools and shoes in this country and then I am, Robert, excuse me, holding...
1: Robert, I'm so glad that you introduced that, because I intended to do it. This could fuel a made-in-America bump that we haven't seen in quite a while. Make our own stuff. Find a way to make, make it competitively.
10: And that, That's absolutely true. Let me give you another example, if I might. And that is, if you go to a store and buy a, a wrench made in China, you may, it may cost you two dollars. But you'll have to buy three over the lifetime if you bought one ranch in america that cost seven dollars you have it for a life unless you lose
11: it
1: i understand what you're saying i think china makes better stuff than they used to but i still think there's a gap in that regard we're going to do more on this in seven because i think it's that big a story bottom of the hour right now alan's here and he's got the governor on his radar
2: yeah governor ron desantis touring the state touting education gains achieved during the recent legislative session DeSantis says school districts will split record funding and teachers will get bonuses.
12: We have $300 million coming for school teachers, which is just the beginning, but something that's very, very important. We have all these new programs now for vocational education, apprenticeships, skills-based education. The
2: governor signing into law the K-12 education bill, which also creates the Family Empowerment Scholarship, offering up to 18,000 more kids vouchers to attend private schools. The news is brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A new analysis puts four Florida counties on the list of high risk for a measles outbreak. Miami-Dade, Broward, Orange, and Hillsborough counties were included due to vaccination exemption rates and high levels of international travel. Next time you fill up at the pump, you might see the face of Florida Agriculture Secretary Nikki Freed. And not everyone is pleased with the new program. The smiling face of Commissioner Freed is on the sticker that says the pump has been inspected and certified.
0: Most people in the state of Florida didn't even know there was a sticker on the gas station pumps until this change happened.
1: The stickers have been there for years, but hers is the first to feature her image. Critics say Freed is using thousands of stickers for free publicity. She says those stickers make her accountable as the public learns about her role as consumer watchdog. I'm Rory O'Neill.
2: A Palm Beach County judge is sealing secretly recorded videos of New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft in a prostitution case. The more than 100 hours of videos allegedly show women providing sexual services to dozens of clients, including Kraft. The judge cited the large amount of publicity surrounding the case and said the release of the videos might interfere with the right to a fair trial. And baseball's reigning World Series champs make their way to the
13: White House. After delaying the visit because of the government shutdown, members of the Boston Red Sox made their way to the White House to celebrate their World Series win with President Donald Trump on Thursday. For every pitch, inning, game, and series, the 2018 Red Sox never gave up and never backed
11: down. You always played like champions.
13: The team gifting the president with his own personalized jersey, the Red Sox had multiple members missing from the ceremony, including manager Alex Cora, who elected to boycott over the Trump administration's handling of the devastation brought on by Hurricane Maria in his native Puerto Rico. This is the third World Series champion to visit the Trump White House, joining the Chicago Cubs and Houston Astros. Matt Napolitano, Fox News.
1: pretty impressed that a Yankee fan can put a story like that in the newscast, Alan. Well... (laughs) Journal, journalistic ethics at the highest level. There, are,
2: <laughs> I make many sacrifices that <laughs> oh, that boy. many are not aware of as I deliver the news every morning. I'm here.
1: sure that's true. It's interesting. It, Trump gave him a personal tour of the Lincoln
2: bedroom, from what I hear. Well, that's what he offered. I don't know if that actually took oh, they never place. they I made it upstairs. I don't know. I, right. I look I into that, William, Melissa. Let's find uh, out what Yeah,
7: happened. I'm on it right now. All right.
2: <laughs> WFLA <laughs> news time is six thirty-six. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour, text it to 200-200 and you could win $1,000.
1: Headlines from last night, former FBI Director James Comey saying it appears President Donald Trump obstructed justice and that there is no doubt that he would have been charged with crimes were he not the sitting president which shields him from prosecution. Appearing on a CNN town hall last night, Comey also blasted Attorney General William Barr and outgoing Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, saying they've ruined their reputations, they don't have enough of a strong character to push back against Trump. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the Top Stories
0: on Good Morning Orlando. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: Kathy, tell me, where does- where does CNN get off giving Comey a town hall? Don't you give town halls for somebody who's running for office? It's a
6: ratings grab. What the well, heck is it that? I've never heard of anybody work,
1: getting a town hall who's not a candidate.
6: Yeah, I know. Boy, does that show their bias. Uh, they're <laughs> sinking so sadly
7: and so quickly in the ratings. They're doing anything. Yeah. And everything to try and keep their... <laughs> yeah, they haven't
1: been drawing flies. and <laughs> now you know, And now, you know, they're not even drawing love bugs. You know, nobody's watching them. But love <laughs> That's bugs pretty are, bad. They're not all over the place here, bugs. man. They are all over the place. Splat, splat on the windshield and the grill. And the longest lines in town are at the gas station for that thing you can scrape the uh, bugs off with. A <laughs> <They're>
7: squeegee. <laughs> they're
1: lining up. You ought to see the gas stations. Uh, the gas station on this side of Lake Jessup coming south on 417. My wife got absolutely wiped out by Love Bugs and I'm going to stop and get these things off. And she said, "I would have had to wait a half an hour for a place to do it." I mean, they are. This is the season, and this is the peak. And boy, are they annoying or what?
6: Well, I was going to say, I think they're all starting to coalesce around the outside of my apartment, though, because they are all, <laughs> all over the place outside my apartment. Man, it is it's,
1: it is it getting bad, getting bad. You know, Scott Maxwell. You know, when he stays away from politics, where he's too liberal for me, is an absolutely great writer. It is taking names uh, column. Uh, in um, the Orlando Sentinel a couple of days ago, and I kind of tucked it away as the love bug thing got worse. And uh, it is is a great piece, and I learned a lot, and there was some fun stuff in here. I found out that love bugs only live three to four days, which is interesting. And I didn't know that, but there's gazillions of them, you know, so you you never see them drop dead. You just see them flying around, and you see them coupling up. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and they're doing exactly what you think they're doing, which is exactly why we call them love bugs.
6: They need to get a room. It did makes you, sense.
1: Did you learn anything in that piece? I thought it was great. Very interesting. <laughs> well,
6: it's funny, too, that they spend most of their life doing that thing you thought they were doing. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you say life,
7: they're only alive for like two or three days. They hatch, right. they mate, they die. I think that's pretty cool life. It's amazing. And, and initially, it, what's interesting, I noticed when the love bug season started,
1: I says, hey, i got a bunch of love bugs here flying solo first. And I read, that makes sense. The males come out first
7: (laughs) and they're
1: flying around. And then the females come out. And as, 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 as Scott Maxwell writes, the males hatch first and swarm feverishly waiting for the females to arrive, much like guys at a fraternity, before the sorority bus shows up, which, which I can totally remember and relate to. Right. And then the
7: females, when they finally show up, they're like all dressed to impress. You know how girls be dressing for other girls. Right. So when they finally select a mate, woo, it's for life. And then it's for pff, on the windshield.
1: They stay together because because the, the, the male won't let her go. Um,
6: yeah, and, and um, They need a Me Too movement in the Love Bug community. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know what's going on because the last uh, male Love Bug um, to fertilize is the one whose babies get get born. That that's what I learned in this piece. It's crazy,
6: amazing. What's really interesting out of that piece is it was an invasion. They're not natural they're to not this native. area. No, like a lot of
1: species, like pythons, like you know? snowbirds. Oh, yeah, right. An invasive species <laughs> yeah, from the you're
3: north.
6: Yeah, right, <laughs> I mean, we've got to build a wall to stop the invasion of love bugs, stop, hey, apparently.
7: Please. And everyone seems to really hate these little ones, um, basically because they have this acidic larvae that hits your car, oh. splatters, ruins your paint if you don't get it off. You're to go right
1: through the clear coat yeah. and take the paint out. you got to get it off your car, you know, <laughs> if you care about the look of your car. That's why. You need to do it as soon as you get wiped out by the love bugs.
7: You know what was funniest is their uh, their Latin name, Placida neresteta.
1: I think Maxwell's funniness on here because I, I saw I, that it is up. Latin
7: for splat.
1: I don't know. I'm you gonna think? look it up. Is that really? I'm okay. gonna look it up. Okay. Anyway, enough on love bugs. Hey, we're not done with love bugs. We got a love bug theme for our sound judgment question here. And coming up in a moment, you can win the hard-to-get, but we've got a really high-quality Trump policy board game to play with your friends and family to find out who your friends really are. The Trump board game. This may be your last shot at it here on a Friday. I don't know what prize is going to be available next week. Great gift for Mother's Day, great gift for Father's Day. Just great fun playing the Trump policy board game You can win it if you haven't won the game in a month. Company rules. Get on the 50,000-watt front porch for sound judgment. Early today, 6 o'clock hour, we're giving you a shot at this great prize because this is not something you're going to find on store shelves. 407-916-5400. 407-916-5400. Toll-free 866-916-5400. 866-916-5400. We're playing sound judgment for the amazing Trump. Board game. Join us right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Check the headlines right now, President Trump's not going to make any decision, he says, on whether Special Counsel Robert Mueller testifies before Congress. The president telling reporters yesterday that Attorney General Bill Barr will have the final say on whether Mueller serves as a witness. Attorney General Barr, though, has said he has no objection to Mueller testifying. Trump, as has been reported, clearly does. So this will be interesting to watch. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories right here in Good Morning Orlando. Weather
0: and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: Very rare that we are short on sound judgment contestants. Come on, help me out here. 407-916-5400. You can handle this question. Love bug related. 407-916-5400. After all, you become a love bug expert whether you want to be one or not, right? 407-916-5400, toll-free available, 866-916-5400.
7: And more on the prize, if you will, Melissa. Oh, yeah, our sound judgment winner today is going to get their very own copy of the brand new Trump policy board game. You play Trump policy with your family, you play it with your friends, and soon you figure out who are your friends, <laughs> because Trump policy gives everyone a chance to voice their opinion on the key issues of the day, whether it's tariffs, whether it's a border, you get to stand up for the kind of America you want. The new Trump policy game is going out to a winner, whoever gets sound judgment corrected.
1: All right, well, folks are showing up right now, there but the toll-free isn't taken, so if you want it, it's toll-free at 866-916-5400. We're ready to go. So we were just talking about love bugs, right? Well, believe it or not, I did a little research and found out there is a song titled Love Bug recorded by one of the greatest country music performers of all time. Listen to some sound of that legendary singer taking the lead on a duet in Love Bug and then use your sound judgment to name this singer nicknamed The Possum.
11: Oh, that little bitty teeny weeny thing to call the love book. Nobody's ever seen it, but it's got the whole world shit up. It all started with a little bitty kiss and a hug. A little bitty teeny weeny thing to call the love book.
2: Boy, they don't write them like that anymore, do no, they? No, they don't. And thank goodness. wait. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway name that singer in country music circles this legend now gone from us was known as the possum go ahead line one take a shot at it ah uh, Dale no open line 407 916 and I promise you you know this singer line two who was that singing
9: George Jones
1: yeah we got a winner We got a winner. Congratulations. You won the Trump game. I'm going to Disney World, bud. (laughs) Well, not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a familiar voice. Would that be Ben out in Claremont? Yes, it is, (laughs) bud. People always tell me they they recognize my voice when I'm out and about. I could pick you out of a crowd, my friend.
9: I know. I sound like a hick.
1: No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't.
9: can I clarify something I said earlier?
1: Well, you can. You were talking about the Chinese, uh, the trade thing, right?
9: Yeah. When I was talking about Americans with the guts and the backbone, I was speaking of people who had the, who was willing to leave their cushy jobs and stuff and step out into the world of having your own business.
1: I don't. I don't think we missed a, a single thing you said. I think you did a great job there. You did a great job here. Congratulations, Ben, on being our sound judgment winner.
9: You know, I've tried to win this game over a year or two (laughs) and I actually won I was trying to win that game and I won that uh, from Yaffe when they did that monster truck thing a year ago or so I actually won that prize for my nephew and his new bride but I've never tried so hard to win this
1: game there's, game. there's nothing like being a persistent, loyal listener. Don't go away because Alan Spector's over there looking at his watch and saying, you two guys need to stop talking because it's time for me to start talking. So I'm going to put you off air with Melissa. Okay, Ben? Thank you, bud. There we go.
2: Yeah, anything as long as we don't have to listen to more of Love Bug. <laughs> the Trump tariffs take effect and two new high-flying attractions coming to Orlando. Those stories are on the way. All right. No, go right ahead. No, I'm going to hold
1: off on what I was going to say. You look like you had something to do. No, you got up ahead of steam right now. If I were you, I'd keep on rolling.
2: All right. All that (laughs) and an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando at 659.
0: WFLF Fine Hills Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora Orlando, and W226BT Orlando, News Radio 93.1 WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have
1: you with us here on a Friday edition of the show at 7 o'clock as we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic once again on News Radio 93.1, WFLA FM, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger.
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour the trade war with China heats up more in one minute. And as Trump fires the
1: big guns against China. Our take and yours on how it's going to play out next on Good Morning Orlando.
2: U.S. tariffs on a number of Chinese imports went up 10 to 25 percent as of midnight, and China is promising a response. A spokesperson at China's Commerce Ministry
3: saying it deeply regrets the United States' decision to increase duties on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports, the latest in a series of big-money back-and-forth exchanges between the countries. China saying it will take necessary countermeasures, but hopes the countries can meet halfway. The tariff increases hit a wide range of products, from Internet routers to vacuum cleaners.
2: Simon Owen. Fox News. Despite the tariff increase, U.S.-China trade talks are set to continue today in Washington.
1: I'll explain why I think the U.S. has the strong hand here, Trump knows it, and we'll give a longer list of what products you and I may be paying more for and how folks feel about it. Well, we'll get into that as well.
2: This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. More students are coming forward to accuse a former Osceola County teacher of molesting them. Three more charges filed this week against Fanu Syed Yassin Asher for molesting children under the age of 12. The charges date back to February. This brings the number of charges against him to 16. The mother of the baby found in a dumpster in Boca Raton Wednesday was booked into jail last night. The newborn will survive and this story is a reminder that Florida has a safe haven law allowing mothers to bring babies within one week old to certain locations.
4: The two safe haven facilities are Hospitals and 24 7 staffed fire and EMS stations. And all of those facilities have safe haven signage, which is our signage outside their facility.
2: Nick Silverio with the nonprofit A Safe Haven for Newborns says that more than 300 babies have been left safely statewide since the law was enacted back in 2000. The FBI is opening an investigation to determine if a Republican donor and South Florida massage parlor owner helped illegally funnel money from foreign nationals into President Trump's re-election campaign. Lee Cindy Yang ran a business that promised Chinese executives access to Trump and his family, especially at the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach. Biologists are celebrating an unusual find on Florida's Gulf Coast. Moat Marine Lab has documented two endangered leatherback sea turtle nests in Sarasota County. Not only is it rare to see a leatherback turtle nest on the Gulf Coast of Florida, it's reportedly only the second time it's happened in the county. The nests were located on Sarasota and Venice beaches, but their exact locations are not being disclosed. Adult leatherbacks can grow up to 7 feet long and weigh 1,100 pounds, and their nests can contain dozens of eggs. Rick Hochul, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Two new high-flying adults. Attractions are coming to Orlando. One is called the Orlando Slingshot, billed as the tallest human catapult in the world, sending riders 450 feet into the air. Yeah, that's almost 50 stories there. That's unbelievable. The the other is the Orlando Gyro Drop Tower. That sounds dangerous. It raises riders 400 feet into the air, making it the world's tallest freestanding drop tower. What does it do then? It drops you, right? Yeah, that's what's the gyro. Hence gun? the name Drop Tower. I
1: get that, but what's the gyro element of
2: this I, thing? I hesitate to even speculate. <laughs> Where is this? Uh, they're both scheduled to open next year at Icon Park on International Drive. Oh, that figures. And you won't see me in line. <laughs> WFLA news time is seven oh six. The Chicago Cubs place a lifetime ban on a fan who flashed a white power gesture behind a sideline reporter at Wrigley Field. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: Friday edition of the show. Good morning, Orlando. Welcome to the 50,000-watt front porch. But heading around, Inspector Michael Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock. It's not often I repeat a hot topic at 6 and then again at 7 o'clock. But I think that these tariffs Alan's been telling you about, and we talked about it at great length in the 6 o'clock hour, imposed on China by the president for you know for their illegal and, uh, and unethical trade practices and for reneging on some things they'd already committed to in these Recent talks that are now supposed to climax in Washington, D.C. is such a big story. We need to talk about it here. I am backing the president here, but I want to know whether you are or not when I tell you the list of things that you are likely to be paying significantly more for as a result, as the president tries to do what he has been talking about for decades and that is to level the trade field with the playing field with China, uh, the second biggest economy in the world, the chicoms We're talking about it here in just a minute.
2: In the meantime, we want to help out your personal economy as we attempt to make your wallet great again with a chance to win $1,000 in our texting contest. We're about to announce the keyword of the hour. You text that keyword to 200200. 200. You could be winning $1,000 if you are the winner you'll get a call letting you know from area code 513. Listen all day long for the keyword to text to win a grand and make your wallet great again. We're just two minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on Good Morning Orlando. It's 7.09. Headlining uh, this development in the U.S.
1: space program from private industry, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos plans to send a lander to the moon. Bezos unveiling a large model of the lander during an event in the nation's capital yesterday and remarking that his space company, Blue Origin, has been working on the lander for three years. It'll be able to land more than three tons of cargo... On the surface of the moon. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories. And good morning, Orlando.
0: Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio 93.1 from iHeartRadio. He threatened to do it, and he did it at midnight.
1: The president slapping an increase of 25 uh, from 10 to 25 percent on tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese goods. Uh, Chinese say they'll retaliate. This is right in the middle of the climactic trade talks in Washington, D.C., that went 90 minutes last evening, Uh, but China had reneged on some things that it had already agreed to, and the president said they broke the deal, and uh, he put the hammer down, and I support him on that. Uh, We'll see what happens from here, but here are some fresh tweets that Melissa just shared with me from the president on all of this, just coming in. Talks with China continue in a very congenial manner. There is absolutely no need to rush as tariffs are now being paid to the United States by China of 25% on $250 billion worth of goods and products. These massive payments go directly to the Treasury of the U.S. The process has begun to place additional tariffs at 25% on the remaining $325 billion. The U.S. only sells China approximately $100 billion of goods and products, a very big imbalance. With the over $100 billion in tariffs that we take in, we will buy agricultural products from our great farmers in larger amounts than China ever did and ship it to poor and starving countries in the form of humanitarian assistance. In the meantime, we will continue to negotiate with China in the hopes that they do not again try to redo the deal. You know, this is a war. It's not a shooting war. It's an economic war. It's a trade war. The president's an expert on this. is an international businessman for, for generations, really. And uh, I support him on this. He's our commander-in-chief in trying to get China to play fair on the trade stage. Now, it may require, as shooting wars used to, sacrifice by average Americans like you and me. Are you ready to sacrifice in your wallet and your pocketbook? Because if these new tariffs, with others coming, as the president just said, stay on the books, and China doesn't play ball with us, they will stay on the books, I promise you. You tell me. Are you willing to pay, without complaint, more money for clothing, electronics, furniture, toys, sports equipment, seafood, shoes, luggage, and on and on? Because that's what will happen. Things that you're used to buying cheap will now cost more. And not pennies. It will be significant. This will be passed on to you and me. Are you willing to sacrifice in that regard? Are you backing the president on this trade war with China and the big gun he fired with the hike in tariffs from 10 to 25 percent at midnight on $200 billion worth of Chinese goods? I want to hear from you. We all do. 407-916-5400. Toll free 866-916-5400. Our text line 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. Um, you know, I mean, it, clearly, this is what needs to be done. <laughs> Trade tensions rising with. Um... With China, now other issues with North Korea. And uh, Kim Jong-un is letting the U.S. know he's personally supervising the new round of missile launches. State-run media says that Kim oversaw the North Korean army's latest strike drill to help guarantee the genuine peace and security of the country. North Korea fired a pair of short-range missiles today of their time and second weapons test in uh, The second weapons test in less than a week. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: I think this is the best time for the president to shoot the big guns in the trade war with China. He's talked about leveling this playing field for years now, and the uh, U.S. economy is much stronger than the Chinese economy right now. You know, and, and people have jobs, um, record employment, record low unemployment, wages going up. If there were ever a time when the American people could bear, uh, you know, a price increase on a bunch of products, which would come three to four months downstream, takes a while for things to get in the pipeline from halfway around the world. I think that time would be now. And I think the president feels that politically it would minimize the damage.
2: And we have been treated unfairly by China yeah you can look and uh, as just one example of the uh, the technology that they have stolen from us over the years oh yeah the inner and in, the yeah. intellectual property
6: theft actually we have a texter on that very point says i support president trump totally my sister worked for a company whose environment cleaning technology was stolen by the chinese government drove the company out of business
1: happens all the time and it's happened for years the president's not going to have it.
6: I think this is a great idea. I mean, for two decades, we helped
7: rebuild China with our money. It's about time they helped us uh, you know, a little bit and gave some
6: back in a way. And yeah. they're not going to Well, gonna they did behave, give some back. We got products and goods from them. That's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we did get something back. Yeah. But, but I was just going to say one problem I have with Trump's tweet is he says China's paying the tariffs. It's actually not true. We're paying the tariffs. It's a tax on us. So once the money goes in the treasury... Coming from us, not coming from China. China's going to lose some business over it, but we're still paying for it. So a little misleading by Trump, I think.
2: Let's go to the phone, shall we, Alan? Zeke in Orlando. Good morning, Zeke. Hey, good morning, bud. And Alan. Hey, I, <laughs> I, I, my, my, my bad, Alan. No, hey, that's I all right. Totally You're on with
1: Zeke. Alan and the Bud Man. You're on with Yaffe and Melissa. We're all listening. I totally agree with Trump. Without the tariffs, the policy would not have many teeth in it. And that's what brought them to the table. And also with the deal on North Korea, I think Trump ought to go back to doing war games with South Korea. Well, we may come to that, Zeke, but let's stay on China and the trade war right now and go to the text line, Yaffe.
6: Yeah, good text here. It says, China is ruthless. We must be ruthless. I only wish taxpayers could levy fines on all the politicians that let this happen.
2: Let's go to the phones again. Joe in Titusville. Hi there, Joe. Hi. I, you know, I understand going after China.
8: I have no problems with it, okay? But I do believe going after them with tariffs doesn't work. It never has in the past, and it won't again. What would you do then? Wait a minute.
1: How would you go after them?
8: Oh, that's what I'm going to tell you. The best way to go after China is to do what they do to us. They have all these inspectors, and every shipment, China gets inspected out the yin yang okay and if they find one thing wrong they find the company okay or they find the country and they find out where all these black market items are coming from they find those companies and they make a big t- to who out of it internationally in the courts
1: all right thank you for that Joe I'll tell you Yaffe, you made a comment that got the attention of Keith, who's a longtime listener out of Winter Garden. Welcome aboard. You're on the 50,000-watt front porch, Keith.
8: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing?
1: Good. We're fine. Nice to have you here.
8: Thanks. Hey, listen, Yaffe, I think you're you're missing the boat on this because ultimately the big picture is is that China will pay for it because when they raise tariffs on China, that makes American products more attractive because the Chinese products have now risen in price. Therefore, they will stop buying as many Chinese products. And then ultimately, because of that, China will pay for this, meaning they're going to pay the ultimate price for their lack of vision, if you will, because they're not working up playing not playing friendly ball. Does that make sense?
6: Well, yeah, but that's not what Trump said. Trump said that no, China is, well, is paying the tariffs. No, and...
8: no, no. You, but you're under. But, Trump speaks in business language and business language is ultimate price ultimate end end of the game mm, like, okay to what
6: end? <laughs> that's not what Trump said and, right.
2: and yeah he did acknowledge that China would lose business over this
6: yeah yeah right. but they're not Tax paying pay, the tariff we're paying well my like corporations don't pay
8: taxes either but we know that the ultimate end of it all is is that if the if the taxes were to, were to rise, less business would sell products therefore the businesses do end up paying something in that end the same thing with tariffs on which is a tax on chinese goods
1: there you go keith thank you very much for weighing in on that it is a complicated topic no question about that
2: a high measles risk in orange county and a victory in court for the patriots owner those stories and our elsewhere segment plus Traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 730 on Good Morning Orlando.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Bottom of the um, 7 o'clock hour on a Friday. So glad you're with us and you're just in time for a news update with my co-host, Alan Spector. Alan, there's been all kinds of news about measles uh, in far-flung places. The news you bring us this morning hits pretty close to home.
2: It does, bud. Four counties here in Florida, including Orange County, are at high risk of a measles outbreak. A report released this week by the University of Texas and Johns Hopkins University looked at where measles outbreaks are most likely to occur nationwide and found Miami-Dade County has the third highest risk. Broward ranks 7th, Orange County 14th in the nation, Hillsborough 17th. The analysis based on international travel and vaccine rates among children. The news is brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Governor Ron DeSantis taking a celebratory lap around the state to praise lawmakers for passing the K-12 education bill. It includes the new Family Empowerment Scholarship, which DeSantis says gives new hope to up to 18,000 kids stuck on a private school voucher waiting list.
12: You can do great things. We want to give you the tools you need to be able to make the most of your God-given talents. And so as long as I'm governor, We're going to stand beside you. We'll be with you.
2: The bill provides record spending for school districts, setting aside $300 million for teachers and creating new vocational and skill-based education programs. A rip current is to blame for a drowning death off New Smyrna Beach. A 69-year-old Winter Park man pulled from the water Wednesday morning near Beachway Avenue. His name was not immediately released. A Palm Beach County judge is sealing secretly recorded videos of New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft in a prostitution
0: case. More than 100 hours of recording will be kept under wraps, at least for now, under an order filed by the judge. The videos allegedly show women providing sexual services to dozens of clients, including Kraft. The judge cited the large amount of publicity surrounding the case and stated it may interfere with the right to a fair trial. Kraft's lawyers are pushing for the videos to be completely tossed from the trial, which is something the judge is expected to decide. On in the upcoming days. I'm Tom Roberts.
2: Today, America is honoring the men and women who are married to men and women in the military. It's Military Spouse Day. I didn't know that. First proclaimed by Ronald Reagan in 1984, Military Spouse Day is celebrated each year on the Friday before Mother's Day. Very nice. And elsewhere. elsewhere yeah. Yeah. Uh, bit of a soulful approach this morning. Yes.
1: We've been playing around with, you know, a way to properly tee up the ever-popular, lighter side of the news, Alan's Elsewhere segment.
2: Enhance the production value. Yes. And so this is our latest attempt. We've been
1: doing this all week, if you're just joining us, and we've changed that sound effect we use every day here, and we're, you know, now we're going to find out what ones you like.
2: Yeah, that's coming up at the end of the segment here. But uh, first of all, Elsewhere... And unfortunately, we're starting off on a bit of a sad note. Jim Fowler, the longtime host of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, has died. He was 87. Fowler was trained as a zoologist, and initially he co-hosted Wild Kingdom with Marlon Perkins. I
1: remember him. Before
2: becoming the sole host in 1986. He was great. Yeah, I remember Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show used to joke about uh, Marlon Perkins and Jim Fowler, how Marlon was always in the Jeep. While Jim was dealing with some dangerous <laughs> wildlife. Go
7: ahead, Jim. I'll be right here waiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah And, and <laughs> while, Jim,
2: Jim would bring animals on onto on to Johnny's
1: set yeah. right there, you know, who would always, you know, wind up doing something bizarre.
2: Yeah. While while Jim is wrestling the wild anaconda, a few <laughs> words about Mutual of Omaha. <laughs> yeah, right.
7: Oh, my Saturday afternoons are rushing back to me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Memories. Jim Fowler, again, 87. Long life well lived. He was great. A Florida Fish and Wildlife official has been studying animals for years, but an unusual sight in southwest Florida was a first for even her. A bobcat became the center of attention yesterday when it was found perched atop a utility pole on I-75. A Florida Department of Transportation crew lifted a biologist in a bucket truck to coax the bobcat down before it ran off into the woods. The FWC official says it's not uncommon for a cat of any kind to climb to a a high place, but she's never heard of one climbing a power pole. Amazing. And continuing the animal theme, a world-class chef is questioned after showing up at Los Angeles International Airport with piranhas in his luggage. Virgilio Martinez owns a high-end restaurant in Peru, and he was recently featured on the Netflix cooking show Chef's Table. Earlier this week, he was stopped at LAX with 40 of the flesh-eating fish in his bag. He tried making a joke with TSA agents. You can imagine how well that went over and wound up in a room where he was interrogated for five hours. He tells the LA Times he wound up serving dried piranha skins inside piranha heads at an upscale restaurant in the LA area. (laughs) Yummy, huh? Nasty Mm. stuff. You can find these stories and more on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Just look for Elsewhere with Alan Spector. And now, we're going to run down all of the effects we have used so far this week.
1: And what we're looking for is a quick call or a long-form text. We're not doing a poll on this. Uh, just telling us which one you like, okay? We're going to play them in order. So if you want to make it real simple for yourself, you might, you might want to just text one, two, three, four, or 5. Or you can also say none if you don't like any of them and you don't want any music. Enhancing Alan's setup for elsewhere.
2: Yeah, and I'm not committing to follow your, your wishes. We're going to make a case. call on this
1: along <laughs> the way, but we'd like a little bit of input from the smartest audience in talk radio on perhaps the most important topic of the morning.
2: Oh, yeah. On Monday, we said elsewhere. Then Ooh. on Tuesday, it was. Wednesday hooga,
1: shaka, hooga, hooga, hooga,
2: Thursday yesterday elsewhere. And today elsewhere.
1: Now we're gonna be doing this for a hundred years so because uh, <laughs> everybody loves Alan's elsewhere segment so what is it you want to hear five days a week? Three hours a day when Alan tees up elsewhere. <laughs> Play him again. Okay. One more time. All and right. then and, then let us know what one you like. And, and take them in order and then and vote on the text line 12345 or none. Okay? And the phone's 407 916 5400. The first one's high drama. Number one.
2: Number two. <laughs> Number the th- Batman. Yeah, number three. Huga
11: shaka, huga, huga, huga number four. Elsewhere,
2: elsewhere, elsewhere, elsewhere. And number five. Yeah. I'm really pleased we're devoting so much time to this this morning. <laughs>
1: well, we're going to see what you're saying here in just a moment, Alan. Thanks, I appreciate that. What do you think we ought to do here? Or should we just kill the. Kill the Sounders all together. Let us know. Vote careful. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 or none. Or give us a call on the phone and tell us which one you like. 407-916-5400. I, I can't wait to get a take on this from Yaffe and Melissa as well. And we will. And keep in mind we have the Rush Morning Update coming up right after we do that. So uh, yeah, it's an exciting time to be listening to <laughs> Good Morning Orlando. Oh, yeah. yeah. More coming right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Business headline for you right now. Uber, the ride sharing king going public today. And it's set to start with one of the largest initial public offerings ever. Shares of the ride hailing company will start trading at $45 a share. And that sets the total value of Uber at about, are you ready? $82 billion. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories and good morning,
0: Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Google Home to play News Radio 93.1 WFLA. So,
1: Yaffe, Melissa, what about it? You got a favorite on the uh, the Elsewhere Sounders?
6: You know, I have to admit, I'm a little torn between four and five. Ah. Uh, just needs to be cut a little bit shorter, but I like the whole song Well, scene.
2: the thing is, those fade out. I can I'll, When I, we actually do this, if I use one of those, I'll jump in quickly right. as the music is fading out. Ah, I, I'm, I'm in okay.
1: for number two Tuesday's Batman deal there. I, now, what I, about it, Melissa? I want
7: I want to throw all of them out and put mine into the mix. You oh, know? really? Check it out.
1: <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, I'm just saying. All, All right.
1: right. Here's a news guy. I don't know what Standard we're gonna da, do now. Da, da. I don't have time to take votes on that, but <laughs> I actually like it. How about the callers, Alan? <laughs> this is your baby. You
2: know what? We've got trade tariffs going up on China. We got the risk of a measles outbreak in Orange County, and yet people are calling and texting about what sound we're gonna use because with the elsewhere. They
1: know what's really important.
2: Uh, apparently, care. let's go to Sandy in Winter Park. Good morning, Sandy.
10: Good morning.
2: You have a favorite?
10: I'm voting for number
3: four, although I like Hooked on a Feeling. I don't think I could take that every day.
2: That's, that's what I like. I like Uga Shaga, too. But again, every day, <laughs> I, I'm just yeah. not sure. But uh, this is the one, uh, number four, you're talking about that you like. This was from yesterday.
11: Elsewhere, 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 elsewhere.
2: I have to say that's my favorite, too. Nice and mellow, good. right,
1: Sandy? Easy listening good. Appreciate every
2: day. it, Sandy. Thanks for the call. All right. Danielle in Winter Garden. Oh, women like to talk about this. Uh, what do you think?
5: I think number four. Oh, another, vote,
2: n- another vote for number four. Okay. Thank
1: you, Danielle. Um, Lisa, you're on. What about it? What's your favorite? Lisa, good morning. Yeah. Oh, good
3: morning, yes. Um, I'm going to make it unanimous,
1: number four. Wow, okay. Now, what about the text line? Because, Yaffe, Melissa, you're monitoring it, and it has exploded. Do you have a consensus, maybe a top two?
6: Uh, uh, the top two picks, I think, are the Batman one I like or that. number four.
7: I see a lot for number one also, which was really dramatic. And Danny checked in from Volusia and said she liked the Brady Bunch one, just
1: Somebody else is texting here. Do not choose from the current list. Just keep on bringing us new ones every day.
7: I like that. That's a lot of work,
1: Alan. That's (laughs) That's about six. You don't enough
2: to do. (laughs) See, that's what I was thinking because we were we were banding about that idea of just doing a different one every day. But uh, we got to put
1: an end to this somewhere along the way, right? Yeah, you know, and I,
2: you know, and while this is popular. I just think this one, and this was the favorite of our callers and many of our texters, I think this one wears better than most.
1: the official Inspector. elsewhere yeah. theme oh good yeah. morning Orlando something nice and mellow as you're driving around with work and every morning smooth jazz 93.1 yeah there you go boy all that right. coffee is good is that bud? it is that no. the verdict
7: because you get the textures. call it's your
1: segment not mine
7: more text are saying none because they're all too jumbled another one says keep rotating new ones I like to hear stuff
2: I'd like to hear the whole song the whole, I think says. that was yeah.
7: the Brady Bunch one yeah
2: yeah. Yeah. And I think
1: I, I fear think. if we keep doing this there's going to be a huge avalanche of incoming saying, stop
2: wasting my time. <laughs> no, I mean, n- that has not happened yet. I, uh, I, I, I think there's no end to this. All right. But, I,
1: so we're going to hear the mellow deal there. Uh, and, and else was that what we're going to hear starting Monday? Yeah. Is that st- the
2: plan? And starting next hour. Oh, that too. Elsewhere, part two.
1: Thanks for your help on that, gang. And right now, we never waste your time when Rush is here with a morning update, and it's coming right up after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in only two minutes on the Friday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Headlining a story that will come up in our 8 o'clock hour when we talk together. Formal charges expected today against two suspects in connection with this week's deadly Colorado school shooting. 18-year-old Devin Erickson and an underage teen are currently being held without bond in that case. We could find out today also if prosecutors will charge the teen as an adult. Updates at least every ten minutes on our top stories all morning here on Good Morning Orlando
0: from News Radio ninety three point one. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Hedinger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us on the Friday edition of the show. Working into a Mother's Day weekend here. Trump tweeting in the wake of um, uh, the midnight imposition by the president of new tariffs on China. $200 billion worth of goods we'll see there, coming into this country from China, will see their tariffs go up from 10 to 25 percent. President doesn't like the fact that China's been reneging on some things that it committed to in these trade talks. He pointed out in a tweet that is just in, we have lost $500 billion a year for many years on crazy trade with China, no more. And tariffs will make our country much stronger, in another tweet. Not weaker, just sit back and watch. In the meantime, China should not renegotiate deals with the U.S. at the last minute. This is not the Obama administration, he tweets, or the administration of Sleepy Joe, Biden, who let China get away with murder. Talked about that a lot earlier. That's the latest in From the White House,
2: the trade war with China heats up, and some hot tickets at UCF. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather, together in just two minutes. Seven fifty nine on Good Morning Orlando.
0: WFLF Pine Hills Orlando, WMGF HD three Mount Dora Orlando, and W two two six BT Orlando News Radio ninety three point one WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Delighted to have
1: you with us here on a Friday edition of the show at eight o'clock as we update once again Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio ninety-three point one WFLA FM, AM five forty, and
2: the iHeartRadio Radio app. I'm Bud Hedinger, and I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour: Trump trade tariffs take effect, it's and a possible
1: solution to mass shootings in America will. We'll talk about it next on Good Morning Orlando.
2: As promised by President Trump, tariffs on some Chinese goods coming into the U.S. just skyrocketed. As of 1201
3: Eastern Time, tariffs on about $200 billion worth of Chinese products coming into the U.S. jump from 10% and go all the way up to 25%. President Trump imposing those tariffs, saying China's been using unfair trade tactics. Now the Chinese are saying they'll take what they call necessary countermeasures after the increase, but no details on retaliation yet, and a potential sign tensions may ease. A White House spokesman says talks between Chinese representatives and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin will pick up again Friday. In Washington, Jill NATO, Fox News.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A search is underway for a man accused of groping female students in the Orlando area. Two girls report being touched inappropriately by a man on a bike while walking to school this week. The first incident allegedly happened on Michigan Street near Mills Avenue on Monday the 2nd, involving a Boone High student early Tuesday evening on Fern Creek Avenue. The mother of a baby girl found in a dumpster in Boca Raton on Wednesday was taken into custody last night. The newborn is expected to be okay, and the story is a reminder of the dilemma of unwanted pregnancy. Nick Silviero is the founder of the Miami-based nonprofit A Safe Haven for Newborns.
4: We get about seven or eight calls per day from all over the state and even outside of the state at, at times.
2: Silviero lets mothers know about Florida's Safe Haven Law, which allows a newborn up to seven days old to be left with someone at a fire station or hospital emergency room, no questions asked. But he stresses the decision must be taken seriously.
4: If a mom thinks that she can place the baby in the safe haven and six months later, if she's in a better situation, reclaim the child. That's not possible.
2: Silverio says mothers have up to 30 days to change their minds and then must undergo DNA testing and go through the courts to reclaim their child. A Florida judge rules
5: a three-year-old Tampa boy must resume cancer treatment despite his parents' wishes. The parents of Noah McAdams wanting to treat the boy with natural remedies like fresh foods and alkaline water instead of resuming his first phase of chemotherapy. Noah was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia last month. When his parents failed to show up for a scheduled chemo treatment, Florida authorities put out an endangered child alert. The family was tracked down and the boy was returned to Tampa. His maternal grandparents were given custody this month. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. If you're thinking about buying season tickets to UCF football, don't think about it
2: too long. After the Knights 12 and 1 season and a second straight appearance in a New Year's Day 6 Bowl game, those tickets are a hot item. Athletic Director Danny White says UCF will sell out its season tickets this year. He says demand far exceeds the capacity of Spectrum Stadium and the school will eventually be talking about expanding that facility.
1: That's amazing. It's amazing how that's all turned around in a couple of years,
2: isn't it, Alan? When I think back to when I was a student at UCF, football had not even been invented. (laughs) WFLA news time is 8.06. A Florida man, yes, a Florida man, trying to pawn his baby, says it's a joke. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning
0: Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henninger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Great to have you with us on a Friday morning. We've had some fun along the way, and we will have some fun before we go off
1: the air at 9 o'clock. But we need to get serious together, and... um, I have run across an article here that really has me thinking and um, it suggests we may be in the midst of seeing a solution or a partial solution to the carnage from these mass shootings we see all too often in this country. And um, I pose the question and we'll do more on this to set it up in a moment. Are dead heroes... Our best defense against mass shootings. Think about that for a moment, and we'll talk about it together.
2: Your chance to make your wallet great again is on the way. Win $1,000 in our texting contest. Listen for the keyword of the hour, which we will announce in moments. Text the keyword to 200-200. You could be winning $1,000 if you are the winner. You'll get a call from area code 513 letting you know that fact. Listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. And we're just two minutes away on Good Morning Orlando from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. It's 808. Central Florida
1: headlines for you right now. A rip current is to blame for a drowning death off New Smyrna Beach. A 69 year old man from Winter Park drowned Wednesday morning near Beachway Avenue. His name not immediately released. According to Volusia County Beach Safety, he was about 400 yards from the nearest lifeguard tower when the rip current pulled him farther away from the shore. A friend who was swimming with a man tried to save him, could not. A lifeguard's attempts at CPR, unsuccessful. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. We
1: are glad you're with us, and I'm looking forward to getting your take on what we are about to share with you—an um, idea, a concept I have not yet heard uh, about how to cut down on the uh, on the casualties when we have these mass shootings, and it is a trend that has been identified toward people willing to sacrifice their lives to take down the shooter and save other lives of those around them. Let's begin by hearing from a survivor of the Colorado school shooting, one dead, eight injured, we remember from just days ago. His name is Brendan Biley. He talks about how he grabbed the shooter's gun and pays tribute to his schoolmate Kendrick Castillo, a big guy who was the first to charge the gunman and take him down, saving countless lives but taking three bullets and losing his own life in the process.
13: Kendrick is like a bowling ball when he gets moving, and it is very hard to stop that kid when he starts going. And so that's exactly what happened. Uh, The gunman was there, and then he was against the wall, and... uh, Didn't know what the hell hit him. I just happened to be on the right side, was able to get the handgun away from him. Someone entered the building with incredibly malicious intent, uh, using their cowardice, surprise, and superior weapons, and they lost. They completely and utterly lost to good people. And that is plain and simple. I refused to be a victim. Kendrick refused to be a victim. The other students refused to be a victim. I want to make something very, very clear. Kendrick Castillo died a legend. He died a
1: trooper. And he is a hero, but he's a dead hero, and we are seeing more of them. But is that what it's come to, that this is what we accept? People who decide, I'm going to stop this if it stops me, but I'm going to save others around me. I mean, has it come to the point where dead heroes are now the way we reduce the body count in these mass shootings? That's a question posed in the National Review by senior writer David French, who writes between April 27th and May 7th, there were three prominent attempted massacres in the U.S. The first was at a synagogue in Poway, California. The shooter used an AR-type rifle, killed one person, wounded three. Three days later, a shooter walked into a classroom at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, and opened fire, killing two people and wounding four. Finally, on May 7th, as we just referenced, Another shooter opened fire at a school, this time in Highland Ranch, Colorado, killing one student, injuring eight. The numbers of fatalities, he writes, are far lower than they were at places like the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Stoneman Douglas High School here in Florida, or Santa Fe High School in Texas. And the big part of this is that we have these heroes now. Of the four total fatalities in the three incidents, three of the dead were people who took heroic action. We're now remembering the heroes' names more than the shooters. The shooters failed in two of their core missions to kill large numbers of victims and achieve enduring fame. And if they keep failing, I wonder, French writes, could the mass shooting contagion finally start to break? He points out that in Poway, The lone fatality was a brave woman named Lori Gilbert Kay, who died shielding her rabbi. At UNC Charlotte, a young man named Riley Howell was shot three times as he charged the shooter, yet he still managed to tackle him so forcefully that the suspect complained to first responders after his arrest of internal injuries. Howell gave his life to stop the attack. In Colorado, a young man named Kendrick Castillo, as we told you, immediately lunged for the gunman when the shooting started. He gave his life, but his charge gave his classmates time to hide or flee, and then three other students also charged and subdued the shooter. French writes further, I do wonder if the sheer number of mass killings has caused a psychological change in a segment of the American people. I wonder if fight is replacing flight in enough American hearts that immediate and courageous resistance becomes the norm And that killers, listen closely, will start to understand that they will have to instantly battle one or more raging, charging men before they can complete their deadly, terrible work. And, in closing, that killers are now on notice when they enter a room, sitting in that space are one or more heroes ready to fight. And that will reduce the number of people who decide to try to engineer these mass murders. What do you think about what you have just heard? It sure has the Budman thinking. 407-916-5400. Toll free available at 866-916-5400. Text line 23680. There, standard message and data rates apply. Um, We'll get the rest of our gang involved in this, but we would like to hear from you. I mean, are we now going to have the mass killers thinking, you know what, maybe I better not do this because it's not going to be a situation where I encounter no resistance. And the price we pay is we have these dead heroes we honor who save countless lives. Is that where we are and are destined to be? Let's talk about it. After we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes for you on Good Morning Orlando. If it is joining us this important headline out of Washington, President Trump is not going to make any decision, he says, on whether special counsel Robert Mueller testifies before Congress. The president telling reporters that Attorney General Bill Barr will have the final say on whether Mueller serves as a witness. And Attorney General Barr has said that he has no objection to Mueller testifying. Stay with us for updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. You know,
1: and I note from this piece in the National Review that the last time there have been attempted mass murders in this country, um, the casualty count has been way down. Because in all three cases, we had people who sacrificed their own life to take down the killer, so we couldn't just keep on shooting. And that's interesting. It recalls to me the spirit on 9-11 of those aboard United 93 when they realized what had happened to the World Trade Center in the Pentagon, and they realized, oh my goodness, this plane has been commandeered. turns out it was either headed for the Capitol or the White House. We'll never know definitively. You know, and they rushed the cockpit. You know, and uh, and they lost their lives, uh, but they took the killers down—the radical Islamic terrorists. This kind of reminds me of that mentality.
2: Yeah, and uh, I, certainly, I salute the the students in these uh, recent school shootings who uh, put their lives on the line. Uh, and to the pre- woman
1: at the at the uh, synagogue too, right?
2: Who pr- uh, to protect others? Uh, but you can't really you can't blame the others who maybe didn't take action. Oh, I'm because not because. You know, that's a situation. You're in school, or you're in a synagogue. The last thing you're expecting is to be facing gunfire.
1: But somehow, Alan, the, I think the point that's been made in this article is: Does the word get out to the would-be mass killers, and they think, "Gee whiz, it's always been—you know—it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Nobody ever fights back. Nobody has a gun. Nobody even—you know—will rush me. I can just shoot until I run out of guns, out of bullets. You know. And do you think there will be a deterrent there? Is I guess is what we're talking about.
6: Yeah, I think, I think David French, who wrote this article, is exactly right. This is one of the best ways to have a deterrent because, you know, those mass shooters are searching body counts and notoriety. And we have to take away both of those things from these mass shooters. Vigilance of individuals is one of the best ways to fight back. Vigilance at the time, but also vigilance beforehand. If you see something out of whack, say something.
1: The honor goes to the dead heroes. And yes. the names are not spoken of the mass killers and that's Melissa, to people what about reacting
6: to it, well, too, to give them the honor.
7: Michael, you just referenced that. See something, say something. And in our latest school shooting, there was something said there were notes on file that this was a volatile school in a situation where a lot of kids were under pressure and suicide talk and all that. That's yeah. come out in the news as of the last day, or yeah, so.
1: yeah, of course. But but the point is, you know, when you actually have a situation like this, now we have this trend. If the if the if it really is that, it's only three instances, you know, of and people saying, "All right, I don't have a gun or whatever." Not everybody's going to have a gun. It would be great if if we had people. And I don't necessarily want high school students carrying guns, you know, but are just willing to say, "I don't care." If I die, I'm going to keep this classroom uh, full of people or this or this synagogue full of worshipers alive. And maybe that's a deterrent to people saying, I'm not going to be able to get away with this at the level I wanted to when I envisioned killing, you know, dozens of people. Lars, you're in Hawthorne. Good morning. What are your thoughts on this?
4: Good morning. But, uh, my thoughts are uh, the, the progressive thought has been seeking for decades to create a nation of victims. And some people are starting to see the fallacy in that, and they refuse to be victims. The young man put it in his own words. We refuse to be victims. And that, I believe, is going to be the next, uh, the next overall thought in Americans, because, you know, this country is like the pendulum. We've been swinging one way, and now it's time to swing back the right way.
1: Thank you, Lars. Good call.
2: Let's go to Jr. in Orlando. Good morning, J.R.
4: Good morning. Dead heroes are wonderful human beings that could be tremendous asset to society. Dead scumbags are who really send a message of you do this, you're going to die. Why is it that everybody seems to try to come up with every conceivable other method of dealing with an active shooter than allowing somebody to shoot back? That's what drives me up the walls. I am listening to all of these B.S., ideas that not everybody's going to have
1: a gun i'm in favor of people being armed and, and being able to conceal carry concealed weapons not necessarily high school students but high school teachers you know we had a couple of students here who cut the body countdown they didn't have guns jr and i don't I think you would that. favor that they have them
4: no i'm not saying i want the students armed what i'm saying is that every other conceivable idea is being bandied about other than arming the teachers and they've made it now to where wanting to be become an armed teacher to help uh, bodyguard the kids it's been made to the point where nobody's interested it's it's too convoluted 142 hours of training the police don't get that much
2: yeah all right jr thanks for the call we appreciate it and we've got a lot of texters weighing in as well yeah we do
6: yeah one person says it's all about instant fame and a cushy legal system for these school shooters only publish the hero's names and pass a law for automatic death penalty there's a lot going on we got a 12 year old sixth
7: grade boy at the stem school in colorado who said he had his hand on a baseball bat as he was hiding saying quote i'm not going down without a fight uh they're definitely making our parkland boys uh, we're seeing more of
1: that mentality aren't we yeah and i'm sure Uh, we'll be talking more about all of this. Alan, a lot of folks just joining us in the middle of our final hour this morning on a Friday. Let's get them up to date.
2: The governor celebrates as he signs a big education bill and a new smiling face at your gas pump. Those stories and others, plus our Elsewhere segment and traffic and weather together in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It's 830.
1: Great to have you with us here on a Friday edition of Good Morning Orlando. My co-host Alan Spector alongside me right now to report initially in the news this morning that in the wake of the legislative session recently concluded, Governor DeSantis taking a victory lap around the state.
2: That's right, bud. The governor... Touring the state yesterday touting education gains achieved during the session. Ron DeSantis saying school districts will split record funding and teachers will get bonuses.
12: We have $300 million coming for school teachers, which is just the beginning, but something that's very, very important. We have all these new programs now for vocational education, apprenticeships, skills-based education.
2: DeSantis signing into law the K-12 through education bill, which also creates the Family Empowerment Scholarship, offering up to 18,000 more kids vouchers to attend private schools. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A new analysis puts four Florida counties on the list of high risk for a measles outbreak. Miami-Dade, Broward, Orange, and Hillsborough counties were included due to vaccination exemption rates and high levels of international travel. Next time you fill up at the pump, you might see the face of Florida Agriculture Secretary Nikki Freed. But not everyone is pleased with the new program.
0: The smiling face of Commissioner Freed is on the sticker that says the pump has been inspected and certified. Most people in the state of Florida didn't even know there was a sticker on the gas station pumps until this
13: change happened.
8: The stickers have been there for years, but hers is the first to feature her image.
1: Critics say Freed is using thousands of stickers for free publicity. She says those stickers make her accountable as the public learns about her role as consumer watchdog. I'm Rory O'Neill.
2: A Palm Beach County judge is sealing secretly recorded videos of New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft in a prostitution case. The more than 100 hours of videos allegedly show women providing sexual services to dozens of clients, including Kraft. The judge cited the large amount of publicity surrounding the case and said the release of the videos might interfere with the right to a fair trial. And baseball's reigning World Series
13: champs make their way to the White House. After delaying the visit because of the government shutdown, members of the Boston Red Sox made their way to the White House to celebrate their World Series win with President Donald Trump on Thursday. For every pitch, inning, game, and series, the 2018 Red Sox
11: never gave up and never backed down. You always played like champions.
13: The team gifting the president with his own personalized jersey. The Red Sox had multiple members missing from the ceremony, including manager Alex Cora, who elected to boycott over the Trump administration's handling of the devastation brought on by Hurricane Maria in his native Puerto Rico. This is the third World Series champion to visit the Trump White House, joining the Chicago Cubs and Houston Astros. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Did they get up to
1: the Lincoln bedroom? The president, I don't know if it was a joke or not, was saying he was going to take him up to the Lincoln bedroom.
2: Yeah, he said it was a very special thing, which... It turns out he actually made the same offer to NASCAR drivers a couple of weeks ago at the uh, at the White House.
1: So maybe that's standard fare when you get honored at the White House, you get a look at the Lincoln bedroom. I by, don't know.
2: by the way, a shout out to the White House staff who put out a news release which spelled Red Sox, S-O-C-K-S. That was pathetic. And uh, later on, they put out a, a transcript of the ceremony, which they referred to the Red Sox as the, ni- uh, the 2018 World Cup Series champs.
1: Please. You know, get somebody who has a clue writing this stuff up. That's embarrassing. Yappy, yeah. come on. It's not like the White Sox are an expansion team that just joined the league. The Red Sox. The Red Sox. Well, they're spelled the same, the same S-O-X deal, right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's bad.
6: Yeah, that's yeah, bad. Yeah, Alan loves it, though. <laughs> I noticed he shows Well, a Yankee to fan them. wearing <laughs> his Yankee shirt, hey, I'm a Yankee I, fan.
1: I, too. I just <laughs>
7: want to clarify, I am a sport fan as well. A fan of sport. <laughs> a Big sport. fan of
1: sport. Yeah. <laughs> and a Red Sox fan too, I might add. All right, right guys. Elsewhere.
11: Elsewhere
2: <laughs> A Chinese man is feeling better, and no wonder, after doctors removed a web-building spider from his ear. Gotta get that thing out of there. Hospital officials from an eastern province in China say the man came to the hospital complaining about itching and irritation in his ear. One doctor then inspected him and found a small spider building a nest inside his ear canal. Now, the doc posted a video showing the nest within the inside of the ear. The spider was reportedly too small to be grabbed with tweezers, so it had to be flushed out with water. My ear hurts. i mm-hmm.
6: us <laughs> say it's like everyone's worst nightmare, I, I think.
2: Know, everyone's appetite is gone now, <laughs> but
6: uh, I'm going to
2: ask you, who here likes ice cream? I'm in. Right. Yes, right now. All right. I'm, I'm Ho- good. Who likes chicken nuggets? Good. All right. Mm -hmm. Who would like them at the same time?
11: (sighs) An ice cream company
2: in Ireland has debuted its latest new flavor, chicken nugget. It consists of chunks of McDonald's chicken McNuggets broken up into vanilla ice cream and more chicken nuggets on top as a garnish. There's an online video of chicken nugget ice cream being made, and we're posting it, the same company recently came up with another unique treat for St. Patrick's Day: cheese and onion
6: ice cream. You know, so, I know some people who like to dip their fries in ice cream. They'll they'll dip the French fry in a vanilla shake or something, and they love it. Yeah, the uh, so I'm not a big fan of that, but
2: yeah, the Wendy's Frosty is great for that. You get the chocolate Frosty, stick a French fry in it, and, and stand yeah, in so a maybe fry right right up, up in that thing. thing. No, that's McDonald's
7: to- <laughs> fries and the vanilla shake.
2: Yeah yeah really? uh, in other health news
1: well I you know, seriously <laughs> though i mean i want is that kind of stuff too weird to sell on a mass basis
7: you get somebody who'd like that which is it onion what was it cheese and onion yeah that one.: oh i'm still no. wondering how those weird flavored peeps sold over easter what did they have the peeps that's marshmallow flavor yeah but they had what? pancakes and bacon flavored ones and sour f- it was horrible
1: i don't know i don't know how they sold it all see how that goes we'll see look what?
7: into that will you
2: Finally, here's another world record that has been set for something you didn't know there was a world record for. David Rush of Idaho accomplishing this particular feat. And he's, he's no stranger to setting records. For example, the most corn kernels eaten using a toothpick in three minutes. That's David's record. <laughs> David made his 100th entry into the Guinness Book of World Records by cramming 100 lit candles in his mouth at one time. A video shows him holding the candles in his mouth for 30 seconds. Flame ends out, I hope. The, yes. <laughs> well, he, they were unlit when he put them in his mouth. And yeah. these are standard candles you'd put in a candlestick holder. These weren't birthday candles Gee, or whiz. anything, you know, about, you know, a foot long or whatever. And he's cramming these things in his mouth. And then he has a, a lighter and lights them all up. And then for 30 seconds, he's standing there with a hundred candles in his mouth burning.
1: This is how you get in the Guinness Book of World Records. You think of something, a category that no one else would ever think of.
2: Yeah, and there was a previous record for this, a guy in India. Yeah, he had, but he'd only put 41 lit candles in his mouth. Wimp. Yeah. Amateur. (laughs) David Rush, by the way, uses his records to help promote STEM education. Oh, that's good stuff. More on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Just look for elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Is that now the sounder we're going
1: with? In the 7 o'clock hour, we ask for calls and texts. We play every one of these things that you've been auditioning all week long, and that's the winner, right?
2: That is the winner, and uh, we had some people asking, where is that from? And it's actually by a band. It's from a song called Elsewhere. Mm -hmm. came out in 2006 by a band called Young the Giant. No kidding. Yeah, it's a band. They haven't had a lot of big hits, but they do have a following. I'm I'm familiar with them, uh, but I wasn't familiar with this song until I... Well, did... now they're
1: rocketing to superstardom because they're going to be heard every day on Specter's Elsewhere segment. This is the
2: boost their career has been waiting Absolutely.
1: for. Absolutely. yeah sky's the limit. Good stuff. I'm warming up to that. The more I hear it, I like it. Um, I love great parodies, too. And when I hear a great parody and a great political parody, I want to share it. And I want to share it with you in a moment. The day collusion died. After we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic for you in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlining two new attractions coming to Orlando. I'm not quite sure I'm ready for this. Maybe you are. One is called the Orlando Slingshot, billed as the tallest human catapult in the world, sending riders 450 feet into the air. That's about 45 stories up. The other is the Orlando Gyro Drop Tower, which raises riders 400 feet in the air and drops them 40 stories. Making it the world's tallest freestanding drop tower. They are both scheduled to open next year at Icon Park on International Drive. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top
0: stories on Good Morning Orlando. TM Orlando, weekdays 5 till 6 p.m. News Radio
1: 93.1. Boy, part company for the weekend. A little entertainment now for all the Trump haters, all the Democrats who were sure the Mueller report would find collusion between President Trump and the Russians and set the stage for his impeachment and removal from office. To the tune of American Pie by Don McLean, here is Don Karen and the parody project singing The Day Collusion Died. Too
11: long years ago, the probe began and many thought that someday it would make them smile. Those who said it had no chance were scowled upon and seen askance, so desperate was the hope to see a trial. February made them shiver as it came clear he'd not deliver the news that they desired was not to be acquired. I know that many people cried when they read the news, it hurt their pride. So deep in the pipe dream mired, hey, collusion died. So bye-bye to the collusion lie, Russian agent's book puppet and a plot to deny each new event How the conjecture would fly Can they let it go And just let it die? Let it go and just let it die We all know that he's corrupt And his list of crime is building up So I'll just listen down below Why did Their chosen role in investigating all of it real slow. Well, the media then lost their mind as they blundered backward, fully blind.
1: That whole parody is almost seven minutes long. Yeah, he's posted it on the website, WFLAOrlando.com, keyword Budman. All right, good deal. Coming up, we got some closing remarks on the big story of the day. Uh, Trump jacking up the uh, the tariffs against China. Final check of local headlines right now and a great local sports story for you. After a 12-1 season and a second straight appearance a New York, uh, New York, a New Year's Six Bowl game. UCF football tickets are a really hot item. Athletic Director Danny White says UCF will sell out season tickets this year. He says demand far exceeds the capacity of Spectrum Stadium, and the school will eventually be talking about expanding the facility. How things have changed. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning, Orlando. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Big story this morning, talked about it a lot at 6 and 7. The president made good on his threat at midnight. He jacked up tariffs on goods from China to the tune of $200 billion worth from 10 to 25 percent to try and get China to stop reneging on commitments it has made and to play fair when it comes to trade. Trade talks went 90 minutes in D.C. last night. They're supposed to fire up again this morning. It's something we will be watching very, very closely to see how all of this plays out. Yaffe, I know you're going to have your eye on that in advance of your show for the ride home.
6: Yes, p.m. Orlando, 5 to 6 p.m. Another thing we're going to have on the show, we're going to interview a local state representative out of Osceola County on that proposed increase in the sales tax. The one penny increase, this state representative does not like it, so we're going to interview him tonight at 5.40 p.m.
1: Yeah, they're voting on the 21st of May, I think, and if that goes through, that'd be the highest sales tax in the entire state out of the 67 counties. A
6: lot of people in that area are really not happy about that, so we'll find out more tonight.
1: Absolutely right. Got Mother's Day uh, coming up. I'm married to the best mom on the planet. We'll be honoring her and the other moms in the family and looking forward to that. Sweet. Yeah, going to be good. And... You'll be getting with your mom, I know. Sure. Yeah? And your mom? Uh, Yes. Of
6: course. Yeah, sure.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be great. And um, what else is going on? Am I missing anything Well, by the
6: way, I'm going to be on twice tonight. Oh, boy. Because at 8 p.m. I'm going to do Beyond Reason Radio, where I'm the voice of reason in a world that is beyond reason. a lot of my opinion in that show, so you'll get to hear it tonight at 8.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Um, he's established a beachhead now with PM Orlando, and now he's instituting a massive takeover of prime time. Ooh, it's all
6: a part of a
7: strategy. It's branding. It's branding. <laughs> War game <in> here. here.
1: <laughs> I got to tell you, I admire the guy. I mean, he works with us this morning, and he works at night, and now he's doing an additional show. Enjoy it tonight. Have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Honor your mom if she is still with you, and have a great, great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Thank you. God bless you, and God bless America.